Special ed classes. Don't try to. No, don't try don't to make me talking. seem like I was ever smart. Pete, keep talking. Right, You're recording this is now. Live streaming. They the police. The first thing you heard was Ozzy go. I'm in special ed classes. Was, every Friday we watch movies. Or we went to the mall. And did some window shopping. Exactly. Did a book report the on. The police is watching that. We're, we're snitching to ourselves on the live, mm-hmm. and the police could see us. And um, the the, po- the police have better things to do right now than to worry about our lives. No. Nah, what, what's the dude that played with Danny Gov? We're on that sh- uh, movie. Uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah, he's gonna say it's a pack of niggas over here. <laughs> it's a pack of niggas. They it's kidnapped this niggas. poor white woman. It's twelve. They so made the, this white woman make them pizza. Right. I saw one one white woman and a pack of niggas. Hey, shout out to Ozzy and Tris for bringing the hard seltzer though. Yeah, they, just, oh, we, hey, they know this. how to come to a house I, I, I party off this event. <laughs> Yeah, I can't cheers, even. Cheers, I can't cheers. even pour this out to the dead homies. Right. They're like, gonna be like, "Oh, I die, and you They'll turn come gay. Back and you're laugh. gay now. You're, I've been dead a week. You're gay." Well, we should. We should. Uh, <laughs> it's been a rough week. You took it hard. You literally shit. took it hard. Mm-hmm. You literally. Took we should it. introduce uh, everybody that's here for the podcast. Anyways, yeah, we should. We should definitely do that. Uh, the one that took special ed classes. Uh, that would be Ozzy McNaz. How you doing? Mm-hmm. And then we're here with Tristan Johnson. Yep. I took special ed classes oh. up into the fifth grade, and then they said I was lazy. Uh, when I got to Berkeley, you get special Oakland ed classes schools, for being a, lazy. In, yeah, in Oakland schools, I was a fighter, so you stumble off of one word. Oh, this nigga retarded. Mm-hmm. So when, it was hard for me to concentrate in Oakland schools. So once it, I got into the second half of the sixth grade, I went to a Berkeley school. I was winning science fairs and all that stuff. Nice. And then I got kicked out of that school. And moved to Richmond and started selling drugs. Oh my god! <laughs> Turned into hoodie right. two shoes. Because a smart mm-hmm. motherfucker with big hips that don't that don't match. Right. <laughs> that don't that don't. I was go just together. now growing <laughs> into my grown woman shit. Right. Like, that, was, that was sixth grade. <laughs> That's like being a, a gangster drug dealer with teeth like mine. Like you can't be you can't be gangster and have teeth like how you gangster with a big ass overbite. <laughs> like right. nah, I don't want your pound thing. Yeah, see there you go. This is a nice apartment. This is the comic condo. This is where the out-of-town comics come and stay when they headline or feature. I remember when y'all was in the hood, right directly across <laughs> the street. Yeah, they was in the car. They were convenient. Yeah, they had me bagging up convenient. dope in between it, sets. That's, that, it was old. It's very, <laughs> I had very to take my shirt convenient. off. <laughs> it was like New Jack City. It was no. It was it was a uh, catty corner just just across the street from the club across L Street. It was in old Sacramento. in the Clarendon Apartments what? in that big white building. There were right. two studio apartments mm-hmm. across the street from the candy spot mm-hmm. okay yeah it was it was but it hey but it, it was convenient mm-hmm. and they said it wasn't expensive i was like Boy, at the time trouble. it wasn't then they build golden one center and they tried to up them rents like crazy gentrification. we said fuck no gentrification mm-hmm. i hate when black things happen to good white people that's <laughs> <laughs> true i guess that's what happened that. <laughs> right right gentrification they, y'all didn't move Jenny out? <laughs> like bankruptcy. She didn't yeah. gave yeah. birth. <laughs> she didn't gave birth to the biggest black person. And y'all <laughs> do her like that. You didn't just have a little black baby. I did not. You had a black 
baby. Yeah. Your, yeah. your baby is half white, but big enough to uh, be two black. Uh, the first time right. I seen her, I thought she was babysitting. I'm like, the first time I seen her, back she to her was real in parents. The, right. This right. ain't your fucking daughter. The first time I seen her, she was in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Now she's taller than my girlfriend. So Ozzy doesn't know that when I bought laughs, I was pregnant. Wow. I was like, you know what? Being a new mom's not going to be hard enough. Let me buy a business, too. She bought a business pregnant. 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 Yeah. Wow. That was that was dope, and I had a mouthful of beads. I had a mouthful, <laughs> a of, mouthful gold of, beads. of gold and beads in his hair. Yep. Yeah, but I was in. I got. That's I got when he to, was hoodie two shoes. Right, I was hoodie two shoes, and you know how I got to work at laughs. How? I'm I, curious to know. I know I Ozzy beat, would love to know. I, I, Ozzy needs to know. <laughs> I beat I beat Insane Wayne in a comedy competition in 2010. How the fuck did that happen? Did they fall out of chair? <laughs> you get that reaction right, right. a lot. Chris? I don't know that many people who ever beat Insane Wayne, and I, that's why I don't tell this story because it's like that nigga could come and murder me right now. <laughs> um, but no, nah, what happened was it was a it was a two round thing. So he murdered his round, and then I, um, I murdered everybody in my round. Now, if it was a one round thing, he would have won it like any other competition. Right. But we had to go back up because they said it was like a tie. So then he did some new stuff, and then it was two rounds, so they was over all the wheelchair jokes. And then I started hitting them and hitting them and hitting them, and I took it over. And guess what music they played once I won? Picture Me Rolling. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Tupac's Picture Me Rolling because he lost. So. Thank you, DJ Pandora. Right. Yes. So that happened, and me. then the thing was I was supposed to get a weekend at laughs to host. That was the one and only time I have ever hosted at Labs, and I've been a feature ever since. Mm-hmm. I got history. Labs is the first. I'm I'm super pro black. I'm I'm super pro black. But Labs believed in me even when the black clubs didn't. Mm-hmm. With a mouthful of gold teeth and beads with my jokes, but she threw a monkey wrench in the game. She was like, "You could work at our club, but you got to work clean." <laughs> I'm like. All my jokes is about eating ass and being a real nigga. But you got to eat ass you? clean. Right. Where has that taken eat you now? with a bib on. Right, right, right. <laughs> you got to have those Clorox wipes in. Right. Ready. And, and since she did that, mo- a, good, a good 70% of my gigs are churches. Right. A good you have evolved. And right. I'm proud of you for that. But that was evolved. That was year one. <laughs> that was year one. So I had to start off clean. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, it, and it opened up so many doors for me, and laughs always rocked with me and stuff like that, and that's why, that's my homeroom. For the record, this is on tape. Laughs Unlimited is my homeroom. <laughs> yes, I started with BT Kingsley at the Touch of Class, but an actual comedy club is laughs or nothing. I got like five different homerooms. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. I got like five different Yeah. Homes. I the can't Touch even. of Class is, is where I birthed. Right. That's where me and Rico mm-hmm. and Regina mm-hmm. and we birthed and we all come under BT Kingsley. Touch of Class teaches you a whole different strategy of comedy though. It's a whole and different it's structure. important to know yeah. how to deal with different places, different well, different cultures, different, different well, people it, it, who it, have it, different upbringings. Yeah, the thing right. about it, it teaches you something it's different. It, it was teaching us something we already knew. It teaches somebody else a new edge. Right. So I had to break a lot of touch of class habits 
because whenever I I was watching my old videos, whenever I ran out of jokes, I'd be like, look at these sexy ladies. I'm enjoying myself. Right. And remember, me and Cheryl used to talk about this. I, I, I'm like 350 pounds. I would stand with the mic down here, down here, like at my belly button with my arm right here, like I could hide oh, being that fat. Is, that is bad. I'm going I'm to I'm hide being right. fat with one arm. I'm one arm away from being but skinny. But niggas can still <laughs> see that you're fat. <laughs> right. Right. No, but had, that was this his was covering mental. It. Right. So that was I'm, his I'm mental doing comedy thing. like this, mm-hmm. and the mic is down here, so you can. Uh, I didn't want y'all laughing at my love handles and my guts, so I'm going to just tell jokes from here. Mm-hmm. Like, I was doing the fucking quarterback tuck the ball roll. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. But that's how I started. And then I got some poise. I got school. Got some confidence. I got some confidence. I got, um, I learned a lot of things from BT Kingsley, even Doughboy at that time. He was like, Tris, you got some good premise and stuff like that. I like the things that you come up with. And But BT told me. Very creative. Got you got to land on your jokes. Yeah. I used to be bone thugs of comedy. I was like, going to miss everybody, <laughs> Uncle Charles, y'all. I'm like, <laughs> they was like, what, like the, wait, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> right. We missed the punchline yeah. and the opening. Shit. Yeah, I was like the Migos doing comedy. I was like, I was cooking dope with a Uzi. <laughs> I, I was five different topics in one sentence. Right. I, I was I was speaking in code. It was the but like you said, that's year one. That's yeah, year yeah, one real, stuff. That's but year, I had but it was full year one of stuff confidence. to learn. Mm-hmm. And but the thing about it that's because you had that arm. Right, I had that arm. You. Well, the thing about it, that the fucking chicken wing. <laughs> right, I was like this with the <laughs> mic. But what people don't know is, a year before comedy, I lost a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. So before comedy, I was a hundred pounds bigger than that. Mm-hmm. I was four fifty. Mm-hmm. So I was like, now that I'm just 350, I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be a star. Oh, Nigga, right. I'm, I'm 300 pounds. I'm 350 pounds. I can How wear much some of these buttons I got. <laughs> right. Right, I'm 300 pounds. What is Eddie Murphy like? going to be like? all on me. 299? <laughs> nah, nigga. Eddie, you a long way from Eddie Murphy, nigga. <laughs> That's funny. That is very funny. That's why I say creative mind. Creative mind, but this has been a long grind. It's been a long grind, and I'm finally coming into myself, and I like where I'm at, but I didn't know that the world would be different within them 11 years. Right. 11 years ago, we was was trying to be like Mikey. We wanted to get on David Letterman. We wanted to get on some shit. I don't give a fuck what I get on. Yeah. Uh, y'all follow me. I just wanted to cut with Jennifer Aniston. I this, ain't gonna fuck is, about none of that. This is on. As long as y'all rock with me, I'm on. Mm-hmm. This is on. They they can't take this away from me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm on. But now it's a lot of people in that race with me. Yeah. But the cream will rise to the top. Am I keeping y'all captivated to make y'all want to continue? To even hear me. Have y'all turned this podcast off? Have y'all turned this live off? Right. You know what I mean? So it's a slow grow. But once you build this, the people that deserve it will rise to the top. The lazy people will be like, oh, I ain't got no followers, but I'm funny. Well, (laughs) you got to change. Yeah. Because it was, oh, I'm funny, but I ain't on TV. Well, you got to adapt. Right. Well, it's been been an interesting thing. Just I mean, just in the last week. The way that everybody's had to adapt. I mean, shows got canceled, comedy clubs got closed, and it's like, okay, uh, now what are you doing? 
Because you could be sitting at home and, you know, wondering when everything's going to come back. Or there's a lot of comics out there. It used to be YouTube and and social media people, you know, getting all the followers and then getting the gigs. Now they got to compete with people with talent. (laughs) Right. Now they got to compete with people. They got to compete with somebody who got 11 years of talent of being in a crowd with somebody yelling boo 10 years of somebody uh, selling dope while you on stage and stuff like that <laughs> arguing over some money 10 years of real con- you you can't get that being a nerd that know how to use an iphone right now it's like it's like we're we're here you could find tristan johnson um lately i've been editing videos all this time mm-hmm. i've been i got like three vixias i capture everything but i was on that early in my game yeah. i remember mike sinclair used to make fun of me because i started um comedy on mother's day mm-hmm. by time michael jackson died it was the day to mike i thought it was no the- no michael jackson died on the 25th of june mm-hmm by the time he died, I had a DVD of my greatest hits. And, I, <laughs> and it was just me at open mic. So I had my girlfriend, Shantine, she recorded me every time. Mm-hmm. at the. So I took all those, put them on, a, got a CD burner, went to Fry's, got a CD burner, put them on there. And I was selling my DVD and I've been doing comedy less than 45 days. Yeah. <laughs> and really telling people that and now I go to YouTube and I watch that my girl she's trying to hold the camera right. I don't got no tripod or nothing I'm like you better hold that motherfucker I'm killing this shit um, I'm the confidence it. that new comics come in with that just right you know, and gonna, I you couldn't gonna tell gonna be an overnight success and I was y'all, such y'all a y'all just been fucking around for 10 years yeah, and right. uh, I know everything and I you're no. just doing it wrong. No. <laughs> I'm yeah, come in here and show you. Wrong. Yeah, and it's like people be like, Trish, you're so humble. Trissy, Trish Trissy wasn't humble. <laughs> I would get off stage. I only been doing this shit three weeks and I'm killing y'all. And I would say that to motherfuckers that would murder me today. I was saying that shit to like uh Mikey Winfield. I'm like, I'm still taking notes from Mikey Winfield today. Like, that's one of the comics that when you see Mikey Winfield, you stop what you're doing. And you see where comedy is at that time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My, and and it's grown. And people do that to me. They be like, "Triss is about to hit the stage." Triss is always come with something new. Triss is in his bag. He found himself. I know he's going. He has something to offer comedy. It's a big difference between trying to get attention and actually having something to give people. Right. Right. Cadillac Absolutely. Rob says, remember when you used to come into my bank in 2012 mm-hmm. and you were bringing in comedy money? Yep. <laughs> he saw the checks. <laughs> he worked right there off of um, Truxel in um, Truxel in um, El, El Camino, Camino, across the street from your house. Yeah. The yeah. That, yeah. Well, no, it was B of A. Wow. It was B of A and I would bring those checks and it was like funny money or whatever it was yeah, called. Money is funny. Money is funny. Is and it'd be name. those checks and it was like, yeah, that's comedy. The thing about it is those checks is nothing to us now. But when you started, you thought you would never get paid. Right. To tell a joke. Right. Everybody in my family funny. <laughs> right. None of them got a W-2 form for it. Right. 
or a 1099. 1099, but yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to correct you. Right. I was going to let you roll with it. <laughs> I, I bet they didn't I get a W-2 either. Yeah, he was like, I ain't <laughs> He knows exactly what he talk about. Right. <laughs> Ozzy's just over there going, preach. Preach. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. You know that shit. You know what you talk about. Ozzy's like, I need the roadmap. Yeah. I need yeah, to know man. how to get there. With so, yes. so I'm happy. I'm happy. I like the way that y'all do things because y'all got a comedy club. But I see y'all adjusting with the times. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all adjusting with the times. Oh, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Right. Some people get in a comfortable spot, be like, oh, I'm already doing casinos. I don't have to grow no more. Yeah. Oh, I'm already doing cruise ships. So I don't have to grow no more. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of those lazy comics, they be like, I ain't got to do nothing. I just got to make sure my suit get picked up from no. the cleaners. Here's the thing. You always got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You always got to lately. I and work changes. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, if if you had a fucking cotton gin, you are not the shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. You own a no. I own four blockbuster movies. I ain't got to change. <laughs> right. Yeah, you'll be up out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's let's let's. So you invited Ozzy to join us today. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Ozzy the beast. How'd that work out? He just I thought it, I, I did laugh when he said Ozzy. Right. I, I, I said, not, okay, I laughed too bring him. He, I can't wait. I laughed too when he called me. I was like, <laughs> me? Really? He probably said, does Jen know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, well, the thing about Ozzy, well, I'm going to let you talk, Ozzy, but the thing about Ozzy is Jenny sees a lot of us comics and he, she sees us grow over the years. Mm-hmm. She is definitely looking at me in 2010, 11, and 12. <laughs> you don't know it. That's why you be like, Tris, why do you talk to me like this? I'm like, I was like you. I was like, yeah, man. And, Jenny, and, and book me for is, your show. And what's sad is those of y'all that are watching, <laughs> me and Tristan have the same amount of years in comedy. I've been right. doing it for 11 years. Right. But it's but not. I had, it, I had to switch up. Right. But it's not about I'm, the I'm years moving. in comedy. It's actually the years in living. You know what I mean? Because you could grow as a man. We talk about we. I've ta- had this conversation. I think Ellis and I talked about it first about because he, he said how many years, um, you know, does it take to get to certain milestones? And we figured out that it's not linear time. It's not because everybody is up differently. It's the number of reps. Because if you're getting up once a week, and for example, and he's getting up six times a week, he's oh, going to yeah. progress six times faster. As somebody who's only going up has, three times a week, he has or whatever. more practice. So, he has more time to work out. Yeah, so it train. doesn't matter how many years you've been doing it. It's how, how often, right? How hit, often you've been stage. getting up, and how you're right. taking criticism, how you're making changes. If you get up there and say the same thing every single time, and mm. it doesn't work, and you still say the same thing every single time. That's what you're I'm, not in, progressing. In the beginning of my comedy career, I hated recycling, but then I, <laughs> but then certain comedians told me, like, listen. You don't just have one birthday and then die, do you? That's <laughs> right. true. That's true. So you let the joke grow. Right. And I'm let like, the joke. when do you stop using the joke? When is the joke full grown? Right. I'm like, right. When can you kick the joke out? When you have uh, one, another one to replace it. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's that's where I got with it um, was, that's why I get booked so much. Every comedian, most of my gigs come from comics because I don't have no TV credits or nothing. So it's people hiring me to do what they know I'm going to do. Yeah. So when it's at a church or it's at a school or it's a corporate gig, they're going to be like, oh, Tristan is going to go into the temp service, go into the hips, go into this. <laughs> he has done this. He has a routine. 
Taco Bell, hoodie yeah. two shoes. Who, yeah, <laughs> I have I have a routine. So now, I my routine is now into the hours. Now, if I s- say something uh, off the head, I got so many other jokes to back it up. Right. So Which so dope. My material is my safety net. And that's when you really start being a comic. So sometimes you don't even become a comic until you hit eight to 10 years to 12 years because I just use my material when I say something stupid. You have to develop that safety right. net before you go go off the tightrope with no uh, no net whatsoever. You just I learned, fall. I learned that growth thing because now I MC and headline for an entertainment company. Mm-hmm. Drop that entertainment. Shouts out to them too. Yeah. Shout out so to them. Drop that entertainment. Yeah, but that's that's the thing about it is, it's even the being now. It's one thing to have comedic skills. It's certain things like when I go talk to the juvenile hall kids and I tell them, I was like, "It's nobody who I can brag to to brag about y'all crimes." <laughs> I can't call my other forty-year-old friend and be like, "Yeah, we just jumped the security guard. <laughs> like, like <laughs> we just whooped his ass. Whooped his ass. We took his chucks. I hit him one time. He kicked him Put twice. Him over the telephone. Who wire. am I going to tell that to? Right, right. Who do I want around me that will enjoy that story? Right." So I can't even tell him jokes. Oh, man, I've been fucking hella drunk, bitches. Okay, well, you're an entertainer. That's probably <laughs> supposed to come with that. I can't talk you about fucking hella bitches people. because it's like, yeah, you're funny. We we believe. I believe that you have a lot of bitches. You, you speak in front of hundreds of people at a time. You could probably speak to one and get some pussy out of it. Right. When you mature, you want to talk about in your favor. You want to talk right. about real life shit. Right. And like stubbing your toe. Right. Like, yeah, that shit is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And you, you would never it, like and those things is relatable. I would you know. Yeah, those things are relatable, and that's where you get to a level of comedy where people really want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. So I'm funnier than anything that I can actually talk about. So I could talk about laundry soap. I would have a whole joke about laundry soap. It's not like, oh, I need this amazing topic to be funny. Right. I could be like, you ever read a book and didn't want to keep on reading it? You know, you power through it and then you end up bringing jokes around it. Oh, a boring book is like staying in a relationship and stuff like that. You can't communicate. You don't see where this book is going. And, and then you they'd be like, wow, he took a joke about a book. We all opened up a book. We all felt that way about a book. But then he started throwing tags on it and started doing all that. And now you got a routine about a book that's just as funny as fucking five bitches in a hotel. You dressed it. Right. You got to dress a topic and dress a joke. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and just because you start, even even if you started the joke, you know, a year, whatever, talking about reading a book, it might not end up about reading a book. You could turn it into whatever you do some tag and this joke will morph into a whole different thing where it's like, oh, that's the joke that you used to do about. It's like, no, it's the same joke. It just kind of moved it shifted it right. changed it grew yeah when people people don't know like since, since i did start recording my first times on stage the first time i ever said temp service mm-hmm. it was um you know i got sent here by the temp service i'm signed up with so many i got more temp services than myspace friends <laughs> that's yeah. where that joke started at uh-huh. and, and to think about i spend almost 20 minutes on that joke now yeah before I even come out of that joke, it's 20 minutes Yeah, gone by when it was, 
I got more, I'm signed up with more temp services than MySpace friends. Now, MySpace ain't even a thing no more. So that's not even a, right, a so line can, I can use no more. Mm-hmm. And then, it's not relevant. Right. I had jokes. I had a joke about the Geico commercial that they don't use no more when oh. they had the money on the eye. Yeah. The eyes on the money. What's that? The money you could have been saving on your car. I can't even use that. Even the Dora Explorer joke. Uh, she was, it's, she's an iconic character like. Even if I said Big Bird, it's a it's a group of people that won't feel about Big Bird the way that we do. I was telling, I said something to something to somebody the other day about Memorex. I was like, yeah, I got to get it on Memorex, mm-hmm. and they were like, what's Memorex? Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. How to know how to know I'm old? Oh, no. Okay, yeah, or but, calling popcorn. Or- yeah, right, right. And I mean, you can do some of the nostalgia stuff like that where. Mm-hmm. You know, the joke is you have to explain to a young person what this old person thing is when we're only, you know. Well, when I used to see Sean Peabody do that, Sean Peabody had a killer set that used to murder stuff. Right. And he took it from the iPod. Mm -hmm. Now we can't even talk about iPods no more. (laughs) He took it from iPod Mm -hmm. down to cassettes. Right. And he explained the progression of iPods to cassettes. Now even an iPod don't matter because that's 10 years from that joke. Right. Yeah. So he can't even start the joke. Oh, my iPod, your kid's got an iPod. So now he got to go from cell phone Mm -hmm. or he might have to leave that joke alone unless he's going to say how it went from, you know, to bring it all the way down. Right. So, you know, so that's, that's where we have gotten to where, People, your jokes will change. So it went from I had a mouthful of gold teeth. How many jokes did I have teeth? How many jokes where I had braids and beads? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then with my weight loss, just in comedy, right. I went up and down in a hundred pounds. Yeah. So then it got to the point where I had muscles and stuff like that, and I'm looking like a personal trainer, and I'm still up there trying talking to tell about fat my jokes. mama's hips. <laughs> right. Uh, no personal matter how trainer. Right. Fuck out of here. I, I'm telling you, you met me two years after Amazing Tristan. I don't hear. I don't hear. She the, remembers because I went swimming at her house. Uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you were biking with, when I was with biking, Mike Sinclair. They come Mike down Sinclair, and bike yeah. to the club yeah. from Folsom or something, wasn't it? Yeah, you. They would bike. Be, I hate to be the child of the party during the podcast, mm-hmm. but you got to pee. Niggas got to pee. So yeah, this pee. Is, go ahead. <laughs> right, you go. don't need permission. It's fine. You got Push it. Out. Left side. Okay. Yeah. He gonna we, snort. We, he we gonna snort cocaine you. in your bathroom. Go yeah. snort oh. cocaine. Do whatever right. you want to do. Nigga is gonna. I've got. Gonna come I've got Clorox wipes. It's gonna be his show when this nigga come back. Okay. <laughs> right? No, but I re- I remember you used to because you and Mike Sinclair would ride bikes down to the club and sit in the lobby. Mm-hmm. We weren't even open, but you guys would come in and. Uh, play. What did you used to play? You used to play something, game or um, cards or. A- uh, Angry Birds was new. No, you played. Yeah, I felt like you played like a card game or something. I forgot. I don't know, but yeah, I, I remember know. that. I remember passing out flyers on the bike for <laughs> Nutty Mondays. I don't remember, uh, or I I don't see it as much with male mm-hmm. comics because usually the weight loss isn't mm-hmm. as significant. You're an exception to that case. Mm-hmm. But with female comics, when they are on the thinner side and they get up talking about how, you know, oh, how be- being a big girl and that can really fuck them up. Right. I've had to tell a couple of comics be like, we don't believe mm-hmm. that you were ever a big girl. And w- you might have been, but mm-hmm. you got to go with what we see. Right. And if we see you now, all you're doing is making fun of fat girls. Right. So, so it's not going to fly. So the fact that I went down, mm-hmm. came back up, mm-hmm. and leveled off, it's a weird balance. <laughs> because it's a weird balance because 
It's like, okay, where am I at now? Right. And that even crazy because with your headshots is like, am I supposed to show up <laughs> the size of the person on the flyer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to use your uh, your beads and gold teeth headshot right. next time. <laughs> People don't believe that's me. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I can attest that it is. I've seen it. But it even comedy style. Even comedy style. Comics be like, you are so calm on stage, you're not antsy. I was like, that comes with growth. Right. And nobody, you could get bored of your jokes. How many, t- every con, if you're in Northern California, <laughs> you know my set. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, and, but people know that I constantly work on, I'm naturally funny, but they know that I'm a professional. And I got that from Cheryl, the soccer mom, Ellis, the, and even Wayne, Ellis and Cheryl, the soccer mom, they were religious with their set. Yeah. Like, like their their set their set was like karate. It was like here we go. We're going into the Walmart jokes, and it would go like that. And Cheryl would do her thing and slice through. So it was like, dang, I could have a thousand half-ass jokes, right? Or I could cut them with every line, right? Even when I blink on stage, that should be a tag, <laughs> right? It can be. Yeah. So now when I get on stage, people be like, it's way more elements to his comedy. Then the jokes is how he stood, how he stood, how his voice, the octaves. Right, it's presentation, but you can only get that with something that you worked with. Right. And BT, because he said these jokes is your your children, you got to raise them. Right. And it's it's different. So what what you were saying, what you guys were saying about the, well, first of all, do you have a joke that hits that you hate? I mean, every comic has one. Like, which joke do you hate to do? But it always works. I walk into Taco Bell, but I really get soda, though. I have to go into that character. I don't, it, it, it's against everything I, I do in comedy. Yeah. Because it's a character joke. Yeah. That's how I feel about my impression. It's a character it's like joke. They, it's like, it's cheating because I know they're going to work. And yeah. it's, so it's, well. it's so simple. Yeah. Anybody could think about it, so anybody could steal it. Yeah. So once a joke is so simple, it just naturally feels hackish. Yeah. So it, the joke feels hackish. You know, and now we're in the internet days where you see memes of your jokes that you know you created. So when I do that, I know I've been doing that joke before I even started comedy. But it's so simple that it could go along the lines of hackish. Right. So what do I do to make it more original is I make sure I nailed the character. Right. So I'm hard going into Taco Bell. Right. I'm going through the whole things and then I say, you know, I got a teardrop for that shit, but I sweated it <laughs> off. And it, so I, I, I have, since have the joke is so simple, mm-hmm. I have to put more legs under it mm-hmm. because you're, you're going to talk about things other people talked about. Of course. If you talk about, yeah, I got a wife and we don't get along. Okay. You're not the person that invented that. <laughs> right. Now what is, why aren't y'all getting along? Right. Right. Can you make Can you make an, an audience see? Yeah, when Bailey had the joke, he was like the rough meat, and he saw a dope fiend chewing for a long time. He was like, "Oh, that dope fiend must be in a a bad relationship." You know, he ain't on drugs. Have a visual. You gotta get people a visual. Right, or it just gotta have legs and things to support it. So I could talk about something that people do all the time. I could say white people do this, black people do that. Okay, but what's the legs behind it? Right. 
Well, what makes it different than right. just an observation that everybody's made? Right. But you could get by with that if you sometimes there's some amazing hack comics that <laughs> nothing's original about them, but the presentation is on point. And I would be like, how is this motherfucker well, that goes working? the likability. Right. It's you the likability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then when the, people think it's harder to sell a hard joke. No, sometimes it's harder to sell a simple joke. When people talk about Kevin Hart not being dope, that joke where he's talking about, well, how my account is set up, mm-hmm. that is so simple. Mm-hmm. And what he had turned it into be, and now it's, that's a part of pop culture. People say, yeah, I would do that, but how my account is set up. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that right there be like, that's so simple. Mm-hmm. I, I've been in this 11 years and I wouldn't get away with that. Mm-hmm. But then I got... You know, I got minds and people be like, damn, I should have thought of that. So right. sometimes a joke could be too difficult. People can't rock with some jokes could be so simple that you can't add nothing to it. Yeah. The Taco Bell joke. I really can't add nothing to it. I just have to nail the situation. Right. It's not a lot to add to it. Though, right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, you, you nail it very well. Right. <laughs> I say you do. Good job. How do you like doing comedy in California? Honestly, I had to uh, step back and reevaluate, you know, my whole style, uh, and I had to reinvent Ozzy McNaz as a comedian out here, and I had to learn from Northern California comics on how to do comedy in Northern California. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, uh, Lance Woods and Drew Burks, they have two styles. That I just, I said, you know what, if I use his presentation and if I use his demeanor, I would be able to gravitate towards the crowd and they would be able to gravitate towards me and like me better and, and think I'm more, you know, uh, what do you call it? Relatable. Mm-hmm. I had to become more relatable. Because mm-hmm. I, I grew up in the suburbs outside of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me being in the middle of Sacramento is like... A, not gonna be a lot of people that find me relatable. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not. But Sacramento is the suburbs. If you're from not, Oakland, not, <laughs> right, 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 right. right. The, the uh, hood is. But when, you, but when you're doing comedy around a bunch of people from Oak Park and Del Paso Heights, they're gonna be like, "What the yeah, fuck?" Yeah, but this level. Who is this motherfucker with the jean jacket on? Would you get this, get this motherfucker mm-hmm. off stage? He got a jean jacket on. He got skinny jeans on. Yeah. Fuck him. Levels. <laughs> comedy has its levels. Right. Like I'm from Oakland, and I know for a fact that Oakland ain't New Orleans. Yeah, you know, it, it, Oakland is no matter how rough Oakland gets, it's still close to San Francisco. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. Now yeah, it's some backwood places in Alabama where you get a shot and they don't even report the body for months <laughs> later. <laughs> hey, I right. smell this guy stinking. That mean it didn't just happen. <laughs> right. Happened nobody's, about a year and a half ago. Right. Ain't nobody's nobody body that. is stinking in Oakland. We, we, we'll get yeah, to the bottom to, of that. Right. Right. Yeah, I just had to, uh, you know, learn how to perform like. A comedian from Northern California. Yeah. yeah, that's and that's why it's good. Even BT Kingsley told me that even if you're not getting up, you're going out. Because the thing about it is, you can't take the mannerism from other people. Yeah, he's snitching on. He's snitching. I got a wire on. That's how. Sorry. That's how the police I, know you're going to jail. I, you I, I, I fidget his shit. I, 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 I yeah. be Innocent thing. people don't fidget. 
Oh man, I was trying to, I was trying to get Diego to stop doing it earlier. I was like, if y'all don't stop hitting this table, I'm telling you, my sound guy, Bill uh, Lazowski, Beat Sweat Podcast, shout out, um, is going to be cussing me out from all three of these episodes right here. They're going to be—he's going to be like, tie them down. Them yeah, this is going to be a Fifty Shades of Grey interview. Diego, I know Diego's going to Diego was perfect. I've seen Diego in the green room. He, I'm like, what Diego? What's wrong? But Diego, the, the, like what you said about Lance Woods and even um, Drew Burks, even with Diego, his comfort zone is in talking fast. Mm-hmm. My comfort zone, I want to look like LL Cool J. <laughs> Every day I wake up, I'm rock the bell. I can't live without my radio. That's how I see myself. That's yes. not how y'all see me. Yes. But it's I'm the one that got to perform. Right. I have to perform, like and I'm like, man, I'm not really feeling LL Cool J-ish. So how do I tell these jokes and I'm not LL Cool J? So I had to accept who Tristan Johnson is. Right. And I had to become a fan of Tristan Johnson. You have to be a fan of yourself first. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of... Tristan Johnson is to the level of LL Cool J. Oh, I'm definitely a fan of me this year. Yeah. So I Ozzie, tell you jokes. always been a fan of you. 2020 <laughs> has been good to me in the comedy world. Mm-hmm. It's been good When to all me. our That's shows are being canceled. Right. Right. I know. Right. Now it's like, yeah, yeah. your weekend look like mine. <laughs> no, sure. Ozzy's like, we all on the same level Right. Now. We all ain't working, motherfucker. <laughs> All that hard work, motherfucker. Before the coronavirus, we I was killing have, it. We all have the same number of shows Before now. The, Kevin Hart is an open micer today. <laughs> I bet you he won't be Kevin Hart is at a bowling alley right, right now doing jokes. Right. Talking about the way my bank account is set up. Right. That motherfucker is on live like we are. Yeah. The, yeah. And we are, hey. This has been the great equalizer. Yeah, this has been, yeah. Yeah. Is the coronavirus says, sit your ass mm-hmm. down. We might see you. And I'm, and I'm still hitting chicks up on Messenger <laughs> right. three in the morning. Right. I don't even care right. if you got it. Yeah, it ain't no tender quarantine. Man. I'm so hard. My pelvis hurt. I don't even care if you got it. Oh, I can't have sex with old people? Okay, well. <laughs> right. Ozzy, Ozzy just changes his age, age restriction on Tinder. Right. Yeah. All right, let me bring that down. I'm taking grandmoms, great aunties. I ain't trying to kill nobody, right. big mama, so let right. me bring it down to 45. <laughs> Figure it out. So that's, that's the thing about it is, that's when I became a comic when I was like Tristan. So you're not going to be a good comic until you're LL Cool J? Right. But it was a time where I felt like LL Cool J. Right. And I liked it. But when I, wherever I'm at, Bernie Mac was black, dark, talked like he had asthma. But how, (laughs) you can't, you can't outdo Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac was Bernie Mac. He took breaths in between words. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not even sentences. You know what I mean? And Bernie Mac, it, couldn't nobody follow him. So Bernie Mac really had to like himself to wear them suits, mm-hmm. to be that dark. I'm, I'm going to be honest. If Robert, if Robin Harris, God rest his soul, if he didn't die, he could definitely follow Bernie Mac. Right. But even Robin, Robin Harris was black as Bernie Mac. And, and fu- but funny as hell. Right. Test, but, test but, two, but, baby. 
for I you to, for you to do a performance, you have to be confident. If right. you gon' like tapping on this damn table, if, <laughs> like, right? If I went up there, I could honestly say I ain't shot nobody. All right, I ain't gotta blink. I ain't gotta do nothing. I'm cool. I'm confident in my answer. If they was like, "So, did you shoot somebody today?" I was like, "Describe today." <laughs> you going to jail? <laughs> Sunny? Did it snow? Right. Right. Did I shoot somebody at eight? Because you said the dude died at ten. I might have shot somebody at eight. It's just not him. You're going to jail. <laughs> right. You gotta, and you got to come to comedy indicted. with that same confidence. Right. So, Are you, can you be funny? Well, I mean, how many people in the crowd? Uh, you start asking questions. Can you be funny? You just need to be funny. I hate people that ask questions Can you do like 15 that? minutes? Well, yeah, when I 12 see, and a half. Does yeah, that when count? I see people in comedy competitions. You trying to be funny, Jenny? Comedy <laughs> competitions, <laughs> you got five I'm minutes. To, I'm not trying to be funny at all. Hey, She's I speaking just on a know, past experience. I just want to know that Trish set you up for this. Right. Uh, I was like, yeah, bring Ozzy. We can talk about yeah. all kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about <laughs> when <laughs> I bombed? <laughs> We here's can talk the, about me. We're busy talking about Ozzy right now. Here's, right. The, here's, the, here's the thing. You better embrace that here's bomb. The, here's the thing. I just didn't do my time, right? But I didn't bomb. Okay. I just didn't do my t- the time I was scheduled to do. Okay. I didn't bomb. Okay. Okay, this is what happened. Bomb is when no one laughs. Okay. I did both. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to be mean to Ozzy right no, now. No, but you can I'm a comedian. Well, I you, can remember, you, remember, you remember that I had a, a laugh count? I counted the number yes, of laughs. Yes, and How that, many were there? LPMs. Yes. Yeah. It was like three uh, in twelve wh- minutes. Nick V got the most laughs. I wasn't counting anybody else's laughs because nobody else was coming up hustling me trying to get dates and time and you know, you're, trying you're, to argue right. with me about you were, why you, you did or didn't fill time. You were absolutely right. I know. But but I did get laughs. And but you were right. Three out of twelve minutes. I got four. In 12 minutes. Well, speaking of that, (laughs) I got in shape to bomb. I got in shape to bomb. It was because you went up there talking about your mama, your mama's house. He got no thigh master to bomb. I did Dugar's. I did Dugar's 55th birthday party. I bought a suit. Lost weight to get into that suit. Saved myself in the end because I was like, I know Dugar. I'm about to murder it. Had a a nice gray suit with like an aqua shirt, blue, looking fine. Women whistling while I walked on the stage. Mm -hmm. Like me said something about retarded kids. And they was like, He's mean to retarded kids. (laughs) I bombed looking. The last time I looked good, I bombed so hard. I haven't wanted to look good since. Now you just dress like a homeless dude for every show. I'm like, that ain't going to be. Comedy and looking good can't be synonymous. I have to be a comedian to be a comedian. Right. Not The cute Tristan died that day. That was the best I'm ever gonna look. So I bumped so hard said, if I can, that I'm like, if it, I can't get away and talk about retarded kids when I look good, right? Might as well not look good. I was looking too good to be talking about retarded kids, and that's the thing about it. See, when white people do mean jokes about stuff like that, normally they look real bummy and. Yeah. That joke had the wrong legs on it. Well, you look like you probably could have been a retarded kid. So right. you can tell that joke, right? Right. right? White bummy person. Right. So <laughs> I was too fly to go that way. And I bombed hard. And I bombed hard in Oakland, California, downtown in front of Dugar. All of his friends dressed nice. He was doing a taping. It was his roast. It was, it was the worst thing ever. 
And then ever since, oh. I've been, I've been, I've been, I just did the chocolate Sundays there. Mm-hmm. Destroyed it that they gave me a date for chocolate Sundays in LA. Nice. So I've been on my revenge thing since that bomb because <laughs> I am Tristan Johnson. But now I'm Tristan Johnson based because on skill. It's not Tristan Johnson that it, can lose weight. It's right. the same thing when I do With a guest confidence. set at Laughs Unlimited right. now. Because now I kill every guest set. Now you got to admit. Every guest set that I've that you ever put me a part of, I will not say you kill on every guest set. If you killed on every guest set, I would book you. No, five I minutes. What will... can you get from me out of five minutes? Tristan, can you kill for five minutes? I can't kill for five minutes, but like it's like, but five <laughs> minutes, say five minutes this is like okay. I seen him for five minutes. He was great, but like you said, I, what can you do you in put, fifteen? You minutes? put Ellis on five minutes. You said fifteen minutes. Murder. And he will own comedy. Yes, murder. You I would never that. need to see another comic. You put Lance on five minutes. That's you murder. put Wayne on five That's minutes. Murder. No, you guys are you guys, miss, you guys are miss you guys are misreading me. You put I'm Cheryl saying. five minutes. I'm murder. saying. I I killed it. I'm just your hype man over here. Keep naming people. I'm going to keep saying murder. In five minutes. But I'm saying for 15 minutes, that's like, okay, Ozzy, you did great that five minutes, but you need to do 15 to host a weekend. Mm-hmm. So how would you know? Like, but okay. you could con somebody out of 15 if you're murdering five minutes. Right. And that's how I got in the laugh. Hello. I con people. I sold right. the hell out of that temp service. Your, and my your mom was a big fan of mine. She seen me. Hmm. My mom they doesn't remember your name. They're, they're, I know. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't. I'm like tense. I'm like, it's, I don't want to say it's Alzheimer's, but I know she hugged me and gave me a kiss on the cheek. She told me, oh, you were like Eddie Murphy up there. She t- she said that. Ozzy is crazy. She shit. said this. My mom doesn't even know who Eddie Murphy is. <laughs> exactly. All the time. We don't know who Eddie Murphy is. Uh, old white people? I don't know. Right. <laughs> we don't know who Eddie Murphy is. Next, we should talk about comedy and delusions. Oh, I was delusional. I was delusional. delusional. I, I used to think I was. I I used to t- the things that I said to Mikey Winfield, <laughs> the things that I said to Ellis, the things that I said to BT. Mm-hmm. All of this motherfucker got is a scarf. This man did. Kevin Hart gave this dude thirty minutes. Right. And right. Do you know? I used to try to tutor Lance on how to do comedy. <laughs> it was like, look, look at here, Lance. If you want to make it in this shit. Look at me in my eyes. You stop with you. Well, your really, jokes is too long. The, they don't the like the long day, jokes. Right. At the end of the day, it's, it's not about how much talent you have. If you really, really want to make it as a comedian, what I've learned, it's all about who sees you. And if you're not in the right place to get seen, then you'll just end up like Ozzy McNaz. But what? No, like, I'm serious. In, in because think about it. Think about it like this. If you lived in Los Angeles, and even if you didn't have the strongest set, your set was just okay. And enough casting directors and movie producers seen that set, somebody would put you, you on. You know no. this is on film, right? Yes. Right. Okay, you want to build a fan base around that logic? Right. No, but I'm... I'm being realistic. Y'all will discover me when it's time. I will get revealed. You have to understand that they're not gonna they're not gonna be excited about an okay set. Because there's enough comics and they all have enough comics that they are booking. Precisely. You, you want to know what? So an okay, I don't care how many casting people are in the audience. Precisely. You have an okay you, you set. Know what a, but but, but if you're doing, but all. here's the thing: if you're doing it around no one who has that power and has that pool to put you on that level, then 
You won't. Ozzy, It's Ozzie, gonna take you longer. Ozzie, check this out. It supports your argument and it supports our argument. And this person even said it on another podcast. You know what an okay comic is in L.A.? A dishwasher. Jamie Foxx. Oh. <laughs> a, a, a motherfucker is okay with a six-pack who can sing, who looks like he should be on an R&B album. Motherfuckers in L.A. is doing backflips on stage. They telling jokes about being a personal trainer and yes. they flexing in front of your and bitch. I, and I know that. And I, that I've, heard, I've heard podcasts. So you like want to go, you want to be all I, right when that guy is all right? Or do you want to make his muscles not look like shit? You put Nate Jackson on stage, you will forget that Nate Ayo. Jackson is my but size. Nate, but Nate Thank Jackson you. is also, he's hilarious too, just like yourself. But if Nate Jackson was doing comedy in, a, in front of a crowd... Where nobody in the crowd could put him on and put him in movies and give him a Netflix special, then yeah. what? It's like okay. you're not gonna. Well, me and Clayton, like, me not, and Clayton what, Thomas, what do you do? me and Clayton Thomas, just you're not gonna this. make it if no one, if no one that can give you, no one that can put you in the movies or no one that can give you an HBO, HBO special or Netflix special can put you on. Then you're. It's not gonna. That happen was for a, you. So that, every that was time a, you're on stage is an opportunity, and you don't know who's. How in did that. Lance do it? Somebody saw Lance put him in a movie. Somebody saw Lance put him Ellis. on pro ship. But Lance traveled. How did Ellis get on Kevin Hart? How did? Yeah, they saw him in Sacramento. That he also traveled, but he Boy. got the gig from Sacramento. Okay. All right. Well, Mario hey. Hodge. Hello. Also, again, travels. Travel. He's traveled because somebody is, saw wait, him in Oakland wait, and took him. But what does that have to do with anything? You think, you think Mario Hodge Any is just comic going, that gets all, up all and I'm does okay is, all I'm saying, isn't getting the attention of the you people that you're talking about. Right? Yes. All I'm all I'm saying is if you're not being Stop seen by if, sorry, <laughs> if you're not being seen by the right people in 2020, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what year it is. I could be on a Tyler Perry show today if my followers is 200. Nobody's coming to my show because of Tyler Perry. They're coming to my show. They're coming to HaHa Davis's show. They come into Tony Baker's show. Tony Baker is probably one of the best comedians just on stage. If it wasn't a such thing as an internet, Tony Baker will still be one of the best comedians that ever did it. So again, but he has a following so, so, that so, will so, sell out your so so again six shows so, sold a, out. So again, if Tony Baker in decided February. to take Tristan on the road with him. To other places like Detroit, like Chicago, like New York, like Washington, D.C., for you to be seen, that would definitely build your following. But if you're doing shows in just Sacramento and uh, Concord or Stockton... But I'm recording it. You're not... I would like to apologize to the Laughs Unlimited fan base and Tristan fan base that you know may be listening recorded. to this what? because he just said y'all no. ain't shit. Hey, I didn't say that. I believe that I you that. guys are followers and every I, follower I did counts. I from here. I did Thank it from you. here. I did I it didn't from say Old that. Sacramento. You just said that you have to travel to get famous. You have to travel to get anywhere. You have to be seen by the right person. That's what I said. In 1999. You have to be seen by the right person. In 1999, Is he telling the truth without the internet? Other than the okay part, yes. In 1999. Yes. In 1999. No internet. Nobody got... Do you know that... It's, it's, it's some people just hate this internet stuff, hate this, and they're still beast. Do you know what I mean? Followers. Um, what's the homeboy that comes from um, 
Sean, what's his name? Sean from New York. Sean. You just said you said you liked when he comes to Sean Jones. Yeah, Sean Jones. He's from. I thought he's from the South, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, wherever he's from, comedy really don't get better than that. But how many followers do we have? He got enough to pack pack a house out. He's packed out Laughs Unlimited. I mean, yeah, because right. he's at that level. But how much if he had if he dedicated to social media? If he was in his bathroom making videos telling those jokes, would it be these other guys? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is we live in a time like with rap music, when Too Short came out, he started selling albums out the trunk of his car. He sold so many albums out the trunk of his car that Jive came to him and said, we want part of that money that you're making on your own. That's what social media does. Tony Baker... He, he could be the next but, Spider-Man based on fire followers. But here's the thing. Not every comedian is built for social media. That's not every comedian. But you have name. to. That's like right. saying, but, the, but it's not. Then you but, are going to be discarded. Right. That's like so saying not so everybody So you're telling me. And let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you both a question. Can't wait. So if you're average comedian, mm-hmm. let's say you're average comedian from Minnesota. Yep. Decided to go to Los Angeles yes. just for a weekend. Mm-hmm. What's the last comedy show you watched on TV? The last comedy show I watched on TV? Burt Kreischer. I like how every well, Did you watch it on your cell phone or question. you sat and waited for 8 o'clock for Burt Kreischer to come on? No, it's, it, I watched it on Netflix. Then this conversation is over. <laughs> this conversation is over. How was it over? <laughs> how was it over, Tristan? You didn't watch it on TV. You watched it on your phone. So it's easier for you to get to Netflix than it is to get to YouTube? But here's the thing, that's not YouTube. How? That's that's so, that's that's different. That's a completely so, so, different so, thing. So 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 it's a completely different thing. It's a completely. I feel different like you're thing. arguing seven different things, and I don't know which one you're no, arguing. No, I'm anymore. not arguing. You're just misunderstanding me. Okay. You're just misunderstanding. Tell us. Tell us. Tell so us. So you what... think Netflix makes more money than YouTube? That's not what I'm saying. It's Tristan. It's not about that. You're talking about just. Making videos. Do you want to race on... me right now and see who could pull up YouTube faster or Netflix? You got to subscribe. It's not about YouTube that. Is That's free. not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. You're, misunder- you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. You're misinterpreting what, what, what I'm saying. What is she doing right now? We're doing a podcast. Live on social media. This is now, her podcast means she spent $400 worth of equipment and we didn't. That's all we're looking at is $400 worth of equipment. That anybody with $400 can do the same thing. What are we filming on? A cell phone. We live in a world where a billion dollar, you could, somebody could give me a billion dollars, it doesn't mean a billion people watch me. Give me a cell phone. Somebody, um, I go in the bathroom, make fun of pictures and saying, fuck you mean, what you doing? And somebody like it and they come back tomorrow to say, what is Tristan talking about in his bathroom? And then they come back the next day. What is Tristan talking about in his bathroom? It's certain shows. I, I still have never even saw Heart of the City because yeah. I haven't slowed down to watch it. And my friends are on there. I was there when they were shooting it. I was 10 inches away from Cat, I mean, from Kevin Hart when they were shooting it and I haven't took the time out to watch something and a million people are doing the same that we going to record this we could be the most famous people on earth it's about how we promote this and good conversations like this you're going viral over the shit that you're saying right now <laughs> when people going to be like did but, this nigga hear what he said but 
here's the thing. I'm speaking. It's a matter of opinion. Right. So like, and I pray that a million people like your opinion, that you get a Hollywood star. So I'll ask the million dollar question. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'll know. And maybe she'll know. How does a comedian become a household, household, household actually well-known name? They got to get in the household. In 2020. You got to get in the household. How, how does it happen? Because when I go home, when I go back to Warminster, Pennsylvania, and I tell people I grew up with, certain comedians I opened up for, they don't know none of them. And it makes me feel like, well, but how do they, just when I thought I was doing something. How do they know Ha Ha Davis? How do they know DC Young Fly? Not from movies. Well. Do you know the new word for household means? Well, that's his lane. YouTube means household. That is his lane. Right? Ha Ha Davis, Ha Ha Davis, DC Young Fly, that is their lane. That lane is not for every comedian. Like every comedian Has is not for anybody supposed- made it outside of that lane since then? Has yeah. anybody said this and is the, the next gen- important comic? In their generation? Maybe Gerard Carmichael or did he yes, have followers Gerard, first? Gerard Michael, that Gerard, might be Gerard the Carmichael. last person they put in front of us and said, this is your new star. Right. I, that's one person. I can name Desi Banks, Haha Davis, uh, B. Simone, Tony Baker, uh, Nate Jackson, mm-hmm. Clayton Thomas, um, Daphne, um, to the mags. So the point the is, do- <laughs> the, actually, the opportunities. Miss Kevin Tate didn't do social media like that. And look at him. He's not. Uh, Kevin, I could call but, Kevin. I got his number right now. I could take it off the camera, call Kevin Tate and say, would you rather have them whack ass TV credits or are you doing <laughs> skits with Nate Jackson and BT Kingsley to get more followers? And he will say, fuck those credits. BT said he, he loved the opportunity that God gave him to do the Kevin Hart show. But BT was working on his Periscope and he was working on and now he's working on his YouTube. Right now, it don't matter what you're on. Who are you following right now? From um, who are you following right now from um, from a Tyler Perry show? None of them. Right. So how this conversation is, could die right now? So how important is social media in 2020? Why aren't you following them? People put millions of dollars in them, and you ain't even gonna put them in your phone for free. But you will put somebody nobody put money into. You don't put somebody in your phone nobody discovered? I want somebody that's going to entertain me. Somebody that's going to make me laugh. So why are are you saying that if somebody else got to approve you? Jenny could say I'm the most funniest. Jenny asked, why did I bring you? You made me laugh. So that gave you access. Tony Baker made a million people laugh. So that I can get access. you into this nice apartment, Tony Baker, <laughs> to own this building. Make friends. It's no, it's nobody to ask. I'm over here. I used to be just like you, shy about Jenny. Jenny, Jenny that. can't do. No, I don't have to kiss her ass. No, nope. because prefer, I could be a fucking jerk with ten I million would followers. That comics don't. Right. We don't. I'm not shy around her. She can't do I nothing just, for I me. I just ask you for favors, myself. Jenny. I don't ever kiss your ass. I just ask you for favors. I like big girls. And I, so that's but I ask with a big smile. All right. 
and you've both been denied. So right, and <laughs> right. you right. deny that? Yeah, you. Yeah, that's something different. That's what I'm saying. That's something different. Now me and Bit Jenny, where me and Jenny are friends, like me and you. How me and Lance were roommates. But what can I do for him? What can he do for me? Right. It's like Tristan, go to work. You bought all this equipment. You've got green screens. Why don't you just put some videos out? That's what a friend told me. He was like, Tristan, you got to believe in yourself. Wow. Me being your friend ain't going to make you believe in yourself. So me and Lance are still better. We go to church every, twice a week. We're friends like this. But it's things that I have to do that he can't do for me. And it's things you have to do that I can't do for you. Fine million people that it's billions of people on earth you just got to find the million people that like you and you could tell her these seats are filled this weekend move that other motherfucker who don't got followers i'm taking that count realistically is that how that works realistically now? that's going to take about five years <laughs> okay but if you don't ever start then that five years is never going to come no there's the thing right now like I said, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. I am. I mean, it's like like what I said earlier. I asked, what does it take to be a household name comedian? That's what I'm saying. It's Is to DC me to because that's, cause that's what I really, really want to be. That's what I that's what I'm asking for personal. Because I as a kid, I always wanted to be like Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy. Now, if if it's gonna take me like forever to get to that that time, it's like, all right, so I gotta go through this in 2020. And I got to go through this in 2020. Like you guys are saying, oh, it's 2020 now. So it's it's different. It's like, so basically, it's like zero. The chances are slim to none. Or it, you like, have to earn it. Basically, that's what it's like. Or it's, you have to earn it and nobody that? can stop it. No, but it's basically, that's what you're making it sound like. Because no. I'm under the impression. <laughs> I can, do you know, that. I can find. I know no one if, said it. Wait, I know on, you didn't say it. If I, if I, in my position as a club owner, just walked around and said, there's little to no chance that you'll ever get famous or have anything come of, come to you from this career. I wouldn't have a club. Okay. I, I would never say that to anybody, including you. I would tell you to get funny, to be undeniable, to try harder, to get followers. But you're saying that you're comfortable and you don't want to do anything. You're going to no, get no, lost. No, because I've been, I've been doing, that's what, that's the thing. Since we talked, I've been doing shows. I, like I said. I'm not I, talking about shows. I've headlined and like. <laughs> you want huh? three more shit? It's, it's not, it's not about doing shows. Again, if you get up and you're doing the same thing and you're not adapting to a new situation, you're not growing. You have to grow into what the situation is. And right now the situation is there is social media. You don't have to be in LA to be in front of somebody to get followers. You have to be friendly, be funny on stage, and then people will just be like, hey, See, I really like and you. So find and your where, million people me, is and what that's Tristan said. That's where right then and there, that's where we lose each other. The followers, the social media thing. Stop it. Sorry, sorry. The social media thing, that's where it's like, dude, I don't care about the following. If you're not willing to do it, you're going to get lost. Why are you here? That's like saying you don't care about how, if, if you make the best lasagna and you own a restaurant, but you can only make one of those a day, you don't no. need, you don't, you don't, no, you Tristan, don't Tristan, you're over, Tristan, you're overlooking what I'm saying. You're no, overlooking what I'm saying. Not. Yes, you are. Because okay. I'm saying if I was in a, if I. Like I, didn't, I didn't invite him here for him to make me look smart. 
I really invited you here as a friend. We, we and, are I'm going to tell, tell you as a friend. Just let me finish this sentence. You can tell me anything you want. I got love for you, Ozzy. You are talented. Okay? I'm not going to get religious on you and everything, but you got you to gotta show the God that's in you. God shut down this whole world and said it's a quarantine. This ain't even in the Bible. This is the first time we're living something that nobody, it, it hasn't been another quarantine. If God can do that, he could do amazing things in your life. It's people who like Ozzy and they want to see Ozzy. And they, they are in small town Omaha. It's more people around the world than in L.A. Nobody's watching TV no more. So I'm telling you, it once, like we was talking about, once you believe in yourself enough, you won't need a stage. You will grab a phone and say, hey, it's hot outside. You know what I do when it's hot outside? I walk. I walk with a white girl. I walk with a black girl. I walk. And you know what? Somebody's going to wake up and they're going to be depressed and they're going to open up their phone and they're going to be like, who is Ozzy walking with? I can't wait till he get a car. Let me send him some money. <laughs> it's a billion people. You got billions of opportunities for somebody to send you money for waking up. What's the one dude that, that gets on social media and say, hey, everybody, y'all smiling? That dude got over 500 videos and he says it every day. The thing about it is you got to believe in yourself. We are free. We're not sharecroppers. Don't nobody own us. Like I said, I bombed telling a joke about retarded people. I, if I stick with that retarded shit, I could get a million people that want to make fun of retarded people to follow me. <laughs> and I will sell out the special Olympics. <laughs> you know what I mean? That I'll be, a, I'll be the Kanye of this shit. You know what I mean? And the thing about that is you got to believe in yourself. It's, it's no more gatekeepers. You impress me. I'm a fan of yours. What if you had, what if you had a hundred thousands of people that liked you half as much as I do? How powerful are you then? What if you had a million people that thought you was in? Eh, how powerful are you then? Realistically, I don't. And I'm speaking on what's realistic. Like, you're not being realistic. You don't think I... You see my videos. I make videos on Facebook and Instagram. Realistically. Be realistic. How much do you share? All the time. Is every is every girl that you're fucking currently following you on social media? <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's why I send dick pics. Of course. Okay. We'll fuck more bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one million bitch are they are is every bitch that you're fucking sharing your videos well i wouldn't know so you fucking somebody and you don't know how much they support you that doesn't matter to me if it doesn't if we'll make like, it will make comedy matter to you Comedy does matter to me. You, you like know, you know, you, you know, you know, Jenny can tell you this. You know what the bitches that I fuck do? They hold cameras. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever seen me bring a girl to your club that no. wasn't holding a camera? No. And I'm telling no, you, no, that wasn't you shake holding that... a camera, handing out a flyer, selling merchandise, Pretty or bitches. doing something. My favorite. <laughs> I don't call them bitches, but I'm just saying the person that the woman that I'm having sex with. It's posting my stuff. You could go on Facebook right now. She's posting. It. You know the person that I'm having sex with. Her parents are posting my stuff. You know the woman I'm having sex with. Her friends. Everybody at the salon is posting my stuff. 
That's good. You're having sex with somebody and they don't support what your whole life is about. What if they're just not into Then fuck somebody different. (laughs) What if if they're just not into comedy? So that means you love fucking more than you love comedy. It wasn't always that way. Let's let's get that clear. It wasn't always that way. So how could you ever get good if you don't even love this that much? You're wasting her time. No, I'm not wasting her time. I'm not wasting anybody's time. I'm not wasting. Let's get one thing straight. I'm say, not, say, I'm say, not wasting talk to your fans. Time. Don't talk to us. Talk to your fans. Tell them how much you're not wasting their time. And see how it's I'm like. not. I'm not wasting anybody's time. I love all my fans, and I love everybody that supports me. Even the ones you don't fuck. Even the ones I don't fuck. <laughs> that I should be fine. My fans. Hey, Even thank you. I, I worked fuck. hard. I made mistakes, fans. I gave up. I lost weight. I starved myself. I went 20 days on a water fast. I had girlfriends pass out flyers. I had girlfriends that say they wanted to break up with me because they were living in my identity. It's all about Trissy. I had girls that felt stupid at my shows because they knew I invited every girl I have ever fucked to a show. (laughs) I have put a lot of women through a lot of shit chasing this dream because it mattered. A lot of my women had to get babysitters. A lot of my women had to park the car because I'm running late. A lot of my women had to... Uh, they couldn't get their makeup if we was getting there late. I didn't. I didn't sacrifice. I had arguments. I stopped truck driving. My parents did. My mom don't understand why I do this when I could be a truck driver. I lost friends. I'm a hood nigga. My niggas is still out there trying to figure it out in the streets, and they're sounding like you. Like this is the only way. So I'm trying. I'm. I'm. I'm treating you like somebody I grew up with. Like. It's a life outside of just living that ghetto thing. You think you think it, it, once you get a million followers, somebody will land on your penis. I promise you. So get the million followers. It comes with pussy. It comes with cars. It comes with a house. It comes with a suit. It comes with somebody to shave you. It comes with your mom comfortable. It comes with an assistant. It comes but, with but all that a, with here, a million here's followers. Here's the thing, Tristan. It comes with a cell phone. Here's the thing. I just want to be happy. I don't care about any of that shit. And you know what, is, what would make me happy? You know why I, wanted, I started doing comedy out here and taking it a little more seriously? So I can move back to my hometown and just be comfortable. I don't give a fuck about a car. I don't give a fuck about a phone. I don't give a fuck about followers. And I want to move back to Warminster, Pennsylvania so I could be comfortable. And, and now, you can't take a million followers with you? Can I please support my comedy shows so I could do that? Because so I, I don't care about an iPhone or... Or anything like that. Now, if that's going to help me, like with the followers and all that, then, okay. I promise you, this conversation (laughs) made you famous. I promise you. I'm going to screenshot this shit. I do comedy to get back to Warminster, Pennsylvania. If I chop this conversation up. Not to own a Bentley. We're going viral. I promise you that this conversation has gone in circles. And I don't think anybody has heard what anybody else has said about anything. But that's okay. That's that's we all have our opinions and we, we all have do. our own paths. And fun. comedy is going to have its its own path. Everybody's path is different. Everybody so. does it for a different reason. Okay. I'm yeah. doing it for the same reason that Kobe did it. I I'm won't. doing it for the same reason <laughs> Michael Jackson did it. I did it the same reason that Prince did it and got made fun of. I'm doing it for the same reason that Pac got shot in Vegas. I'm doing it for real. I'm doing it to move back to the one eight nine seven four. Warminster, Pennsylvania is my town. I'm doing it to move back there with y'all. I need that. I need that. 
We'll put this in a video and tell all the it's a million people in Warminster. Uh, it's only ten miles. I doubt it. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. uh, so I want to end up uh, end on a positive note because that it's was got a lot. Dark. Right. Yeah. That was a lot. And but uh, so I know I've been asking people, you know, what they're doing to occupy their time in quarantine. But I know what you're doing. I'm walking. Somebody got engaged. Word up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is, that is a positive. You note. said, you know what? We about to get locked down. Let me lock it yes. down. Right. If it's the end of the world, it's like, <laughs> I'll stop the world and melt with you. <laughs> you know, that, the last weekend of my freedom, I spent it. I should have, I probably should have asked years ago. But like I said, like how I could speak passionately about her is she supported me mm-hmm. and she's pretty. And she's been, supporting, you, she's been supporting you for a long time. For a long time. Mm-hmm. Up and down and wait. I was amazing when I met her. <laughs> That's how I got her. I met, I met her. I, I set a goal. I said, I'm going to run 10 miles a day for 50 days straight. I met her on the 50th day. Yeah. yeah. And you got her, and then you said, all right, goal met. I'm done with her. Yeah, and I started the <laughs> shows because I knew she was going to support me. All my shows was called Tristan Ryan. Right. Yep. Trish Ryan presents. Yeah. Because I had I have to show her that this dream is for two. So now... If I was to just shake her, they'd be like, oh, so now that you big time, where's this Ryan? Right, right. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> right. We're- so the thing about it is, so you will see me making commercials for her hair show because she loves to be, she went to Sac State. Mm-hmm. She could be a teacher, whatever. She, her passion for her to be happy is doing hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever your happiness is going to take work. Right. And it's going to take spiritual growth to even identify happiness. Yep. The fact that I could have a conversation and still be a comedian, mm-hmm. I'm happy because I couldn't talk this way when I was 28 years old. Right. And I started comedy at 27. <laughs> well, that's because there's been growth. There's been growth. And Spiritual growth, not I, just English. No, there's a... <laughs> <laughs> hey, this nigga know how to talk and everything. Right. <laughs> you don't even have gold teeth right. or beads or right. nothing. I got gold bars. Right, right. right. They almost all. <laughs> you got a whole, no- whole other kind of type of gold now. Got nah, some jewelry. Well, thank you both for coming yeah. by. And thank you for having me. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Welcome. I appreciate that. Yep. Yeah, no. Tell problem. your fans you love them. My fans know I love them. My fans know that I love them too. All my Isaholics out there, keep your heads up. How many? You, how many fans you think you got? Honestly, I'm be. I'm keeping real. Probably about twenty five. <laughs> right. Then you should be saying their name, Cheryl, right. Jermaine, Charlie, <laughs> Henry. <laughs> My mama. <laughs> my mama. My mama friend. Right. right. My right. Mama but everybody friend. everybody Bella. in Warmest, everybody in Warmester watching, like y'all, I love my y'all, dog. Man. I do all this for my town. Y'all. Not, no. All time all my, my whole town love me. That's why I try to get back there. I break my neck to get back there. I love y'all. Keep your heads up. I'm Ozzy McNaz. Jenny, thank you for inviting me. Seriously. No problem, Tristan. East Oakland stand up. Oh, I'm 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 I was raised in Oakland. But I represent Del Paso Heights. Wow. So I, I'm a Northern California dude, and I I do this for the youth. I do this for the youth that I see at Juvenile Hall. Chase your dream. I don't want y'all to be saying the <laughs> shit that he say at 31. I want y'all to say life is getting better every day. Right. Well, it depends on how your life is. You know, depends on depends on your spirit. And but that's been uh, very uh, tumultuous behind the showroom. Right. <laughs> One, two, three.